You just missed him, Matt. Uh, hey, everybody. It is Monday, March 12th, 2018. I'm Glenn Rubenstein, and this is the Wrestling Inc. Podcast. Got Mr. Matt Morgan with us, Raj Geary, as always. Tonight, talking about Monday Night Raw. Three more to go after tonight, and we're in WrestleMania. Uh, man, so much tonight. Let's just hop right into it. Opening segment, Kurt Angle announcing Brock Lesnar was not there. Also saying Ronda Rousey. You know, not not really doing some heavy lifting with that this week. Uh, saying that Brock wasn't there. Roman Reigns coming out. Kind of reiterating a lot of what he said last time. I'm not showing up for work, etc. But the big thing is that uh, Roman gets to talk into Vince McMahon suspends Roman Reigns uh, over the, his issues with Brock Lesnar. Matt, what do you think of him taking it this far to get Roman more over with the fans? A little. It's late to do it. We, you know, we've said this, you want to get Roman over, you've got to somehow make him come across like anti one of Vince's boys. Like literally, I think we've said that sentence, Um, you know, but uh, they're doing it. They're doing it very late in the game. I don't know if fans will, the ones that don't like Roman, I don't know if it'll make a difference for them or not because it's become a sport almost, you know, but uh, I hope it does because the dude is, in my opinion, he's got everything you want as your franchise player. Are they who is it that recommended that they keep Brock off of TV until Mania? Was it me? <laughs> so it looks like they're going in that direction, although, it, except I said house shows too. I said everything, make him act like he's coming to a house show, and then have him no, don't go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> everything. Yeah, I think, yeah, you first posted the theory on your wrestling news site, right? Matt? Right, yeah. yep. <laughs> right. I thought you were only going to put fake news, yeah. Uh, yeah. That one. no, it look, it's genius, it's a genius move on the WWE's part tonight. I was tweeting about this. God, man, God help uh, the segments that had to follow this tonight because I'm sitting there going, what's going to happen with Roman? I want to know what's next. Yeah, I thought, it, I thought it was cool. I liked the whole thing. I thought it was different. It was, mm-hmm. uh, it's not your usual, uh, you know, it didn't last a half an hour. Roman was backstage and all that happened in the first like 10, 15 minutes. So I yeah. thought it was cool going to Gorilla. I, I can't remember the last time they showed Gorilla on TV, you know, on Raw or SmackDown. And what was Shane McMahon doing there? Yeah, right. Yeah, I'm sure that was yeah, that was kind of weird. Like, I, I don't know if they didn't want to show Triple H sitting there or what it was. But um, yeah, that was kind of weird. Yeah, um, but, uh, it, it was cool. I thought it was a really cool segment. It uh, it, it it was unpredictable. I think they mm-hmm. played, played off of the Titus Vince stuff a little bit with oh, you know, yeah. Vince, Vince suspending him. I thought it was a little kind of Bret Hart, like the camera outside Vince's office door. And then afterwards, well, if Vince came out wobbly with a black eye, it would have been, it would have been like Bret Hart. Yeah. But a little, that little CM Punk, I think they're going to even pull a little more Daniel Bryan. And I bet you in the next three weeks, Roman's going to push this so far. They're going to make him re-earn that spot against Brock on raw that he's going to have to do something to re-earn it. Hmm. Overcome yeah. the odds, Raj. So yeah. th- there's no way, shape, or form, you guys, that this is done as a safety net in case that Johnny Bravo stuff comes out with Roman or, or, or something bad happens? I don't think so. It, I think that Johnny Bravo thing is not – It's. It, it doesn't seem like it's happening. Yeah. Because, because to have Cena later on the show mock him, uh, John does those types of things when somebody fucks up. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Yeah, but again, you know, if, if that's the case, Johnny Bravo said he's got stuff on 15 other wrestlers. So um, then there's a lot of guys. And and he, you know, he was Instagramming pictures of John Cena. Mm-hmm. So, um, 
you know, Cena, Cena should know to take take the stuff with a grain of salt right now. So, I think I think it's just part of the, you know, I don't know where they're going with the su- suspension thing. Like what what leads them to to lift it? But I'm guessing it's next week. It's just amazing to me. Vince McMahon is a genius, and this plan of his, he found a way to pull it off. Like, well, we'll see. I mean, the fans kind of cheered when he got suspended. So. Yeah, they did. Yeah, he, he's not he's not there yet. Yeah, it's at least at the very least a hot angle. They're yeah, they're trying, and it's it's interesting. Vince looks very dead. Man, he he is aged. If you look at the last time he announced the XFL, like the the old videos of that, and then this time, you know, it's been what like seventeen years, sixteen years, something like that. It's a long time though. But he looks like he's aged thirty years. Like he looks so much older. It's, it's weird. It's just like in his eyes, though. I don't know how to explain it. It's just like. These red things around, like he doesn't sleep. Like yeah. that's not yeah. a myth. The man does not sleep. You know, so yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's caught up with him, but uh, he just looks different. Yeah, yeah. In the last five, especially, he's really aged hard. Yeah, a lot of people bringing up uh, Roman calling Brock Vince's boy, <laughs> <laughs> thinking that was kind of ironic. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> hey, he's trying to transfer the heat. <laughs> it was good. It was good. Yeah. Someone on Twitter was asking. I was like, it's just the idea. It's like Vince is the man. The man is trying to keep Roman down. People hate the man. Therefore, people love Roman. Of course. Of yeah. course. We'll see. We'll see if it works. Um, they're trying. And Roman, I thought, was really good here. I thought he did another, had another good good promo. He was until he came out of the office. He wasn't even pissed off that he got temporarily suspended. Right. Yeah. That, that made him look kind of weak there. I, I didn't understand. I, I didn't even – I was not suspecting him to be suspended, judging by his reaction, yeah. judging by Vince saying it in his very last sentence versus leading off with something like that. I, I don't know. Yeah, they should have had Roman – Punch him out and then get suspended. Like him do something physical. Should have gone full Bret Hart. Yeah. Yeah. Um, quoting The Rock, Vince uh, quoting The Rock, saying that uh, Roman should know his role and shut his mouth. Right. So he yeah. also put down his that headliner. Him. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. I don't like that. Yeah. So that's a good point. They they didn't make him look the strongest there when he walked out. So Sasha Banks versus Sonya Deville had the unfortunate honor of following this opening mm-hmm. segment. Um, yeah. This was a good match. Kind of the thing with Bailey was weird. Bailey was in the corner, and then Bailey left after. She kind of helped her out at first, and then took off after. Bailey looking disappointed. I'm, I'm, I'm guessing that they're not going to have a singles match at Mania, but they'll have their, their split in that fabulous Moolah Battle Royal. Yeah. Um, women Didn't I joke have... about that like a month ago about a fabulous Moolah Battle Royal? Someone is watching this podcast. No. Yeah, I did. Else, you did. You might have not been on. No, that was the joke. We talked about the women's it battle royal. It wasn't a joke. It was serious. It yeah. was, who's, who's, you guys said, who's the next legend? Who's a legend for a female? It's obviously right. Moolah. That wasn't yeah. a joke, and I thought that was going to be true. No, but that, there hadn't been any announced plans for it. So, But here we yeah. go. And there's no word on Andre Battle Royal. So it does seem it like two battle so royals would, be, would be overkill. Hmm. With the documentary, I mean, they have to, yeah. yeah. And you know, they got a lot of guys that need something to do. I mean, we'll talk about it with Braun tonight, but um, <laughs> well, Braun, it seems like he's got a he's got something now. now. He's got it now. He's got something. Um, so yeah, Sasha Banks versus uh, Sasha won that against Sony Deville. Uh, made her tap oh, out real quick. So Vince statement. said that Brock will be here next week. He guaranteed, oh, yes. it, guaranteed that he will be at WrestleMania. So I'm guessing he he will be there because if he's not. Then it would make fans wonder if he's going to be at WrestleMania, right? So I think you almost have to have him there. 
Yeah. Ronda uh, Rousey not there tonight, even though they said that she was going to be on every week. Yeah, that was kind of weird. Yeah, she's going to be on Ellen tomorrow. I don't know if maybe oh. they felt like she, I mean, she could fly, you know, fly there. I don't know where they taped. Do they tape that in New York or L.A.? Uh, Ellen, I think Ellen's L.A. Okay, so. It doesn't matter. They have Jets now. Yeah, right. Matter. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's not a big deal, so. Yeah, I agree. Uh, she should have been there. But then again, you know, probably given how these promo segments have gone with her acting, maybe they want to really work on the next one. Yeah, and how, well, not just that, but how do you stretch that out for four weeks of doing, uh, you know, the same kind of in ring pro? Because none of these guys wrestle, right? Yeah. Kurt, between Kurt Angle, Triple H, Stephanie mm-hmm. McMahon, and Ronda Rousey, they've wrestled, you know, what, three televised matches over the last yeah. year? So, so good. W- Sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. <clears throat> no, you're right. They just, I think that was a good week to not have him on, actually. Yeah. Um, yeah, especially given uh, the thing with Roman and Brock tonight. I mean, that that was that. I mean, in my mind, this was this was a good RAW, but that cast so. a long shadow over the entire episode because that segment was so hot. <clears throat> it was a good RAW, but with way too many video packages. Oh yeah, I, mean, uh, they, I thought they went overboard with those. Kid Rock, as we called last night, inducted into the Hall of Fame. Yeah. So that's happening. Um, and I like that. You know, it was interesting they called out badass. American badass taker. I thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah, that was that was cool. That was that's the first time they've referenced that on TV in a long time. I wish he was coming back as that. I think that would. Uh, but if it's his last match, no way. Um, Who knows if it's his last match anymore? Yes, yeah, true. <laughs> Keep trying. <laughs> Been saying that for like the last four years. Um, Miss TV with Seth Rollins and Finn Balor, which devolved into a Seth and Finn one-on-one match uh, for later in the night. Do you hear Coach when they when it started? He didn't know that Miss TV was a talk segment. <laughs> He's like, "Well, this is an no. interview segment, right?" There were a few things tonight where Coach was just huh. off his. He called uh, he called Bo Dallas Rhino uh, in the main event. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, good God, man, study up. Yep. <clears throat> mm. Um. Yeah. So after that, we had the bar versus the Mistourage. I gotta be honest. I remember like almost nothing about this match. <laughs> like it was over very fast. Um. But the revival came out, joined in on the fight. Gals and Anderson. Oh, it's what set up the battle royal. That's why. Yeah. So the match devolved into a brawl, and they set up the battle royal for later in the evening. Which, if you watched it, you know how that ended. Um, and well, real quick, do you, you want to talk about the Miss TV segment? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What did you think of that? I thought it was good. Um, I, you know, they they kind of do the same thing with all the triple threats. I thought it was kind of almost reminded me of the Orton Rude stuff last night, where mm. they take out oh, the, the heel, yeah. yeah, and the heel they take out the heel and then you know turn on each other, but. Why was he uh, saying Balor like King of the Bingo Halls? That's kind of a weird. That's an ECW reference. That was kind of weird. Yeah, That's but what it, they used to always say to it, people that were it, in ECW or, or independent wrestling as a whole. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but he was a big star in New Japan for a, a while before that. They usually and they always bring it up, so it's kind of a, a, an odd insult. Yeah, no, I thought the so. only one who the only ones that refer to bingo halls and it's making an ECW comment like a, like a like a snub against them is always in an announcer format or 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 one of the higher up figures on the show. It's never a wrestler, very rarely a wrestler. Uh, when a wrestler says the bingo hall, I'm telling you, it's meant as an indep- I, I take it immediately mm-hmm. yeah. as independent wrestling. We're saying a VFW hall or whatever. He just chose that one. I don't know. Yeah. 
yeah, it just seems to not fit Balor's backstory as well. Um, I mean, that's my only note on it. Uh, John Cena. That was, uh, what'd you think about the long way he got to calling out The Undertaker there tonight? Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. I loved the whole entire segment. It was unpredictable as hell, I thought. I thought, like, we were about to come away again, having to wait another week for this Undertaker <laughs> announcement. Um, he, he tricked me, honestly. I didn't think it was going to happen the way that that promo was going, you know? Yeah. I thought he did, he did a great job, man. You got to give the guy his credit. He gets the people emotionally invested one way or the other. Yeah, what? this this thing was oh, awesome. What yeah. was the thing with calling out Taker's ego, though? I thought that was great. Was great because yeah. because they always right, yeah, because they always you know, Undertaker is such a legendary character now that no one ever disrespects him, and I thought this made it different with mm. the build, like him calling him out for being an egomaniac. That that's something you wouldn't see coming. So I, I thought that was really cool. It made it seem more real. Uh, and it gave Undertaker real reason to come back, you know, and, and really accept this. So mm -hmm. I thought it was awesome. Now, hopefully they don't fuck it up next week and have Undertaker do a selfie promo with words flying, <laughs> you know. Like, no way. Will he ever, yeah. WWE, no. I will buy one of every shirt on WWE shop if the WWE has Taker with his camera like this shooting a promo. And we get what animated about, words. What about like, his, his music hits, and then you see the word gong, <laughs> bong, bong going up on the, on the screen. Could you imagine? See, that would just kill it. Yeah. And, but then they had Braun with one of those. Like that. Then they had Braun with a promo with the words flying out of his mouth. And that's like the one guy they should not be doing that with. They should see that with everybody. Like, if that's not, if you, you know what I mean? Like, they should take it that serious with every performer. Like, mm -hmm. this is ridiculous. Yep. Um, so we saw the recap of the Symphony of Destruction match from last week, and then Elias out in the ring in the guitar, kind of a non-segment, just walked out, interaction with Braun. Mm -hmm. um, do you think Elias is going to team up with him for the tag match? Or Ooh, gonna do I didn't think about that. I didn't think about that. Um, I would do the Matt Morgan ripoff storyline. I'm going to get lit up for saying this, obviously, because I'm going to say, oh, Tina, it doesn't matter. Yeah, great. Um, uh, which is win the tag team titles by yourself. I, th I think he gets paired with Elias. I think next week Kurt Angle says you you can't what? go out alone. Braun says I'll have anyone be my partner, and Elias somehow sneaks into it. I think it'd be cool. Uh -huh. I just think that he, then no one can beat Braun. And I think at okay. least with Braun and Elias, he has a partner Look. that they could do cool stuff with for a little They'll bit. Call it Symphony of Destruction. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Listen, li listen, listen. The tag division is dead. Yeah. Okay. Makes those a little bit by help by, by putting them on Braun. I hate to say it, having Braun represent the tag team division as a one man army is better than the bar being the champions. Yeah, yeah well, it's I a just... reset, right? After that, it's a fresh yes. start. Right. Now, Matt, yes. I'm going to pose a bigger theory to you. What if Kevin Dunn is like secretly obsessed with you and just watches this podcast and thinks, like, "Oh, Matt Morgan did that thing in TNA. We got to do that in the WWE." <laughs> <laughs> I used to strap the title belts together and then like hold them up <laughs> over my head like they were one big belt. And uh, yeah. the cool gimmick behind it, though, was I, I was a heel and I would pick a new partner each week. And I'd say, look, if you help me win tonight, you're going to be my tag team partner going forward. Who doesn't want championship gold? And all yeah. these other people, they'd be like, oh, yeah, let's do it. Meanwhile, they didn't watch the week before when I kick my partner in the nuts after he helps me win <laughs> and then kick him off my team. I did it like week after week after week. And after a while, I was like, Vince. These guys, you're making them look like the biggest idiots that they're not watching our own show. 
Because yeah. they're saying yes to me the next week. I, I'd ask just, oh, everybody. I'd ask every baby face on the roster, every heel, and they'd be my partner, and I'd have a new partner each week. And <laughs> like with, the same out, with the same outcome, though. It was a great – it was one of my favorite characters I did, actually. And I referred to everything I did as we, even though it was just me <laughs> by myself. It was pretty funny. Yeah. But um, it was a cool thing to give me some depth, I think. But uh, you know what I mean? It, was, it, it could be done, though. And Braun is a freaking machine. I don't know. Yeah. I think it'd be more impressive to do it by himself. But I know you guys like old oh boy. Um, I do too. Elias uh, is good. Elias, do you want to see him book? Do you want to see him do something? I, I don't know. I just, I don't, I don't like either one of them working against each other. I just think they don't get over. Yeah. Against each other. But as a tag team, it would be. We know where they're going, though. Right. I mean, it would be. Uh, you know, it'd be that yeah, short-lived odd couple thing that it'd be entertaining for a bit and then. I guess they'd go back to a feud between them, but um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, they I, they but, really screwed up, Ron. Yeah, they screwed him up. He should be. I'm sorry. I don't see what the guy's done except get himself booked in the main event of WrestleMania. What is he? What has he not done in six months to deserve it? Mm. What has Roman done to deserve it more than him? Your job is to go out and get over and tell me who's got more over than Braun Strowman. Six months. Yeah, I mean, he's gotten a lot of booking help, but for sure, your point, he is the biggest, he, he comes across as the biggest babyface on the whole the whole company, not just uh, on Raw, but yeah. Which is an anomaly for a big man, guys, I'm telling you. It's no, I mean, you, Braun is, word. yeah, Braun is unique. I mean, as far as big men go, they've, he is, uh, he's been book special, he's taken full advantage of it, and he, he's, comes across looking like a million bucks. So it is a kind of a waste that he's facing the bar in some fashion at WrestleMania. Uh, he should be in a much higher profile match. Uh, but, you know, again, it's the part-timers come in. You know, they're doing this thing with Rousey instead of putting Braun in there and someone else. I mean, think, think about the Triple H Survivor Series thing and what a waste that looks like now, right? Yeah. Triple H buried, like, you know, just beat Nakamura like he was nothing. He's the last guy. He wins the match for his team. And then he's just doing something with Ronda Rousey and Kurt Angle. It's just, uh, you could have saved that for, you could have had someone else get that big win. And, and Okay, Triple H, versus, Triple H versus Braun would have been great. Sure. Yeah. Um, if it's not Brock, okay, I'm not married to it that it has to be Brock, although it should have been Brock because here's a guy who legit looks like he can beat Brock finally. Right. You know, I, I don't know. But, but they really I wanted think, they really wanted Rousey and Stephanie. And then to do that, you had to have a partner for both of them. Braun versus well, Taker why. years ago would have been good. I don't think Taker could handle that match now. Plus, you want Braun winning. And I think this year Taker wins. And so you haven't beat Cena, whereas you wouldn't want him beating Braun, I don't think. Not at this stage. No. no. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Seth Rollins versus Finn Balor. We talked about it a little earlier, their one-on-one match. Mm-hmm. I thought this was really good. I mean, I feel like we're going to see this after Mania again, um, especially if Finn <clears throat> or Seth gets the title. That seems like the most natural feud to go with if they're both staying on the same brand. Oh, I, I hope Finn gets moved over. Or Finn or Rollins, I think both could benefit greatly. And um, they did say Superstar Shake-Up tonight. That was talked about yeah, after Mania. mentioned it. They mentioned it, so uh, I think Finn could really use it. But yeah, so Finn pinned Seth Rollins clean here. Mm-hmm. 
it, it was it, the match itself. I thought it was it was good. I, I, for for whatever reason, I wasn't uh, as into it as I would be with these two guys. I don't know. Maybe the, like- the cutting to the back and the Miz watching on the monitor. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Which is so weird. It's such a weird phenomenon. Like, I mean, Matt, when you were ever backstage, are you ever just sitting there standing at the monitor like, hmm? Plus, you know, the plus yeah. you're standing sideways with your face tilted. Yeah. I mean, I, I sit there. So. Right, but yeah. You, yeah, but you sit there in front of the TV, like looking at it directly, as opposed to the weird. <laughs> it would have been. It would have been better if they go to the backstage and the Miz is just there on his phone, like talking to people, just not even paying attention to it. Um, I mean, it seemed a little almost out of yeah. character for him to be so yes. focused yes. on what was going on. You're right. You're right. Actually, yeah. Janelle's bringing up the WWE math with Finn, you know, Finn beating Rollins here. If it was the week before Mania, I think there'd be something to it, but we got s- several more weeks to go. I think you're going to see more variations of this match and everyone trading wins. <laughs> Next week, it'll probably be Seth beating Miz. So, mm-hmm. you know. What'd you guys think of Seth's pants? Bam Bam I, Bigelow? He's had those for a little bit now. Yeah, I like those. Oh, I don't know why I just noticed them tonight. No, I can't stand them. <laughs> really? I, yeah. I like it better than what Becky was wearing last night, the fire pattern. I thought Seth's looked kind of old school. It just it's what you said, Matt. Yeah, it reminds me of Bam Bam Bigelow. Yeah. Little, not, yeah. Yeah. Um, man. Okay, so we gotta thank the sponsor of this episode. God, uh, looking at all of us with our beards, we could seriously use a, a visit with Dollar Shave Club. Dollarshaveclub.com. They deliver deliver everything you need to look, feel, and smell your best. And they're more than just razors. I use my Dollar Shave Club products even when I'm rocking the beard because it's better than shopping in a store and they deliver everything you need to look, smell, and feel your best. Shampoo, body wash, toothpaste, and more. And of course, the best razors that I've ever used, that you've ever used, that Roger's ever used, that Matt has used to shave his entire body. It's amazing the high quality shave you get from Dollar Shave Club with their executive razor. Great weighted handle, so smooth, great blades that last quite a long time as Matt has talked about before. And you could be the true hero of any uh, shaving routine with their Dr. Carver Shave Butter. What we love about it is that it helps you actually see what you're shaving, glides gently across your skin. You have to experience it. Seriously, best shaving lotion that I've ever used. And I'm telling you, it's fantastic that you don't have to worry about going to the store anymore, wandering the aisles, hunting for all this stuff. You just sign up, they mail it to your door. It's fantastic to take advantage of this mind-blowing experience, to experience it yourself, join Dollar Shave Club today, and for just $5 with free shipping, you're gonna get the six-blade executive razor, plus trial sizes of the shave butter, the body cleanser, and the one-wipe Charlies. Go back a couple podcasts, listen to us talk about what those are used for, but they'll keep you feeling fresh. And then they keep the blades coming for a few bucks more a month, and you can get yours at dollarshaveclub.com slash INC. That's dollarshaveclub.com slash INC. Truly the best way to shave and take care of yourself. Dollar Shave Club. So thrilled to have them as a sponsor of the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Yeah, I've been using them ever. I mean, ever since I tried them out, even, you know, when they, you know, they weren't a sponsor for a while. And I I still kept using them. I've been using them ever since. Matt's been using them since before the podcast. Um, So it it works. It's great. It's easy. Um, And and now it's not just razors. Now they got, you know, the, the, the bomb and. Uh, the 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 shave gel what's that the shave butter i mean and yeah the, yeah it's great stuff hey go ahead. yeah go ahead finish i'm sorry no uh dollar shave club.com slash inc what were you gonna say matt 
Glenn, how do you compare? Uh, I noticed you referred to Dr. Carver's uh, as as a uh, as a uh, lotion. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, how do you compare it to the the, the Jergens lotion you've got with the tube sock? How would you compare it? Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you guys are all going to rewind that one over and over and over again. Hey, well, well, your, your wife, I cut out a little bit there. So. Come on. <laughs> Matt, keeping that 1991 humor going. <laughs> uh, Jergens with the tube sock. You can never go wrong with that joke. <laughs> did anyone ever actually, uh, it's got to be, it came from somewhere, right? No, uh, my roommate, Corey, I'm not going to say his name. My roommate, <laughs> that was his gimmick. When I was in college, I couldn't believe it. Jeez. There you go, folks. Um, <laughs> and then you'd wash the tube socks or just throw them away? I never knew. I was too embarrassed <laughs> to ask them. I really, I pretended I didn't know what was going on. <laughs> I didn't know what to As do. As we've been saying a lot lately, we digress. <laughs> uh, okay. So we're going to cover this and we're going to cover this. We're going to start with the, the really, really great part. Um... Yeah, we're going to start with the great part of this. There's going to be a Battle Royal featuring the women at WrestleMania 34. Female superstars from all brands will be able to participate. They built this up on the heels of doing the first Women's Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. Um, everything is with the Elimination Chamber, Hell in a Cell. Mm-hmm. They've got a lot of female talent on the roster. People tune in to see them. This is how we get them all involved in WrestleMania. That's the great part. Right. Now, on Twitter, there was a lot of controversy about this because much like naming the women's tournament after May Young, they're naming this after the fabulous moolah. It will be the fabulous moolah battle royal. Now, Raj, What's among the three of that? us, Raj, you were you're a journalist, so I'm going to defer to you in the most journalistic way possible to explain why this is a controversial decision. It's uh, not. Well, <laughs> she's the most, what am I missing? She's the most historic female wrestler, more than May Young, might I add. They liked Mae Young because she was funnier and stuff like that and more personable. But as far as winning titles, winning matches, and being the, the, the own women, the women's wrestler we knew in the 80s on rock and wrestling cartoon, the whole nine sure. was Moolah. So, Matt, let me take you back to your younger days when you wanted to wrestle. Yeah. Okay? You were an aspiring wrestler. Now, imagine you went to someone and they taught you how to wrestle, right? And yeah. they were going to book you and they were doing these things. And on the side, they were like... Oh, yeah, by the way, uh, you might have to go and see some men for money and perform some favors, you know, if you want to keep working in my wrestling school and getting trained. Get, yeah, Malik Matt's expression is just kind of like... That doesn't happen to everybody? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying that. that... So you're naming this... The, look at all this bullshit, part of my language, that the women have had to overcome in this business, and they're naming this battle royal over a woman who for decades perpetuated... This wasn't just sexist. I mean, this is this is really, really, really bad, what she's been accused of, and it's been corroborated by interviews and stories that have Has stuck around. WWE publicly come out and talked about it. No. That to them it, it doesn't it's exist. Like, it's like the ultimate warrior thing. Then it doesn't um, exist yeah, to them. She had a booking agency called Girl Wrestling Enterprises, where it was supposedly to to book women. Um, but there's a lot of controversy over what really happened with that. Um, but I, oh, wow. I don't believe she was ever arrested or anything. So um, Different time. Harvey Weinstein wasn't arrested and didn't come to life for 30 years. Yeah. I mean. But it, justice did come. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, it's, um, you know, Mae Young is the same thing. She's had some controversial stuff in the past. Uh, <clears throat> I don't know. I, I <laughs> 
Is this a I case of I, your? I don't know. I didn't know this, by the way. I didn't know that that was a that was the deal. Um, I didn't know she had a school. I didn't know none of that. I just know that as a little boy, she was the only female wrestler we well, were ever told about. Right. Part right. of the reason for that. So here's the softer critique, and I only say softer compared to the worst stuff, the more nefarious stuff, is that so the softer critique is that the reason the, she's the only one you knew of, Matt, is because she monopolized the booking of this to keep herself as the, as the champion and keep herself on top of this for decades to, to keep other women down. Now, look, what's that's the difference again, between that and Hulk Hogan, my boy, but yeah. what's the difference? Mild. I mean, this is, I think it's worse than what Hogan's accused of. I think this is worse than what Enzo's oh, about this, I'm, I'm, I'm not throwing yeah. the sex part. Yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. The, yeah the, the booking. No, I agree. And that's what I'm saying. The booking, Vince Russo made himself the champ in WCW. People are egomaniacal right. when they have power, whatever. But it's the other stuff that on Twitter, look, if you look at the feeds of every female wrestler in the WWE, they're saying, oh, I'm so excited to be participating in the fabulous Moolah Battle sure. Royal. It'll be an honor to win this right. in her name. Moolah was incredible. Look at all their replies. I, I have a feeling. Uh, to be honest, a lot of them probably don't know. I didn't know. What, yeah, I guarantee I mean, yeah. they don't know. Yeah. I so. have a feeling this is going to snowball. I don't um, think so. You don't if, think Warrior, so? if Warrior with the con cancer stuff didn't uh, Different. snowball. I just think it's it's been it's so long ago and, f and she's dead. She bashed gay people in the middle of a college. Uh, uh, what do you call it? I mean, he's done. A, oh yeah, did a lot of things. It was. I'm telling you, it was. I don't know. Yeah, I think it's wrestling. It's it, it does. It, wrestling never get like this. Yeah, this would not fly in f pro football. Neither would you know naming something after someone like the Warrior. But uh, with WWE, it's the way that. The ESPNs and Sports Illustrated cover WWE. They don't cover it like real stories. It's yeah. it's fluff stuff. And so, and when there is a real story, they don't touch it. Right. So, yeah. um, it's it's not going to go anywhere. I will just say for the record, that's true about Mula. That's the shits. That's horrible. Yeah. 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 No, I mean, and that's the thing. I just think that uh, they could have chosen so, someone can, safer. Can, can, I know Raj gets nervous when we talk like this because he thinks I may curse or whatever, but I'm not going to curse. My question is... <laughs> I think we all cursed already. I want to I, I understand this exactly, and I'm not doing this for sensationalism. Was, it, was the gimmick that you went to her school and to get a gig while doing like a job match for WWE, you had to like go have sex with a male wrestler or something? That that was among the things that have been accused. And, uh, you know, part of the reason in the stories that are out there, David Bixen span, I know Matt, he has the worst last name ever. The rumor um, for, to protect us here. The rumor is that was that, that was that, well, is that the rumor? It's well, been said in interviews. Well, there's a, there's an interview with, uh, if you look up slam wrestling, mad Maxine, uh, Mula, and there's an interview with her where she talks about, uh, some of the stuff that she did to her. And she said that, Mula would send girls out to a guy in Arizona, pimp them out. Um, and that was one of the ways of, that Mula made money. Uh, so if you look it up, uh, you, you'll find like that. Like go to a guy's hotel, like just a random guy, not a male wrestler at least. But no, sometimes wrestlers. I mean, that's been yeah. in the stories that I've read. Not that that's yeah. better. Right, right. No, no. This was just one example. This one lady. Wow. She, and she said that, you know, it's, it, it went on for a long time. So. Wow. I'm, I'm just saying this is, this. this is an era where someone accused of one-tenth of this would be future endeavored. I mean, Matt, you were there when the Pat Patterson thing happened. Well, future endeavored, she's dead. Yeah, no, no, I'm saying if someone currently was accused <laughs> no, of one-tenth of this. Yeah. Oh, of course, yeah, yeah. yeah. So when the Pat Patterson thing happened, I mean, that 
sunsetted his day-to-day operations just the oh, mel, mel phillips all those guys yeah yeah i'm just saying that, you know it's pat went away very quietly though that was and he came back was, and pat yeah, came back very yeah. quiet yeah um, but anyway it's um it is what it is yeah i mean it's just i think just dis- disappointing Most people don't know about it it's yeah. wrestling they you know most people don't care feel that like is wrestling i was talking about this the uh the other day with someone, as wrestling fans, like we just have to overlook some shit sometimes. Whether it's like gender, you know, uh, and the whole thing with Nakamura, I feel like not that we're making apologies for it, but we just kind of like overlook some that's, less than desirable stuff sometimes. I'm sure other sports have this issue as well. well. That's more tasteless as opposed to yeah, less than desirable. It's using, but it, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, we should probably move on. But, yeah, no, I agree. Uh, you know, again, they keep coming back to the warrior thing. You're talking about someone who openly mocked a cancer victim, you know, saying he deserved to have cancer, and they use him for, you know, the, this, their humanitarian efforts. And it's a Susan G. Komen. So, and that's just my thing. Just bring Hogan Ooh. back at this point. Just prove that you have no standard for right or wrong. Don't ha- say have him introduce the the Black History Month video. Sure, uh, do the Chris Benoit <laughs> Cruiserweight Classic <laughs> tournament next year. You know, um, have Enzo come on and talk. You know about things i mean just pick a side of the road i'm just saying talk about things (laughs) (laughs) anyhow okay so this was followed up by a segment and some people thought this was out of line um with alexa and mickey and oscar uh oscar did have a rough time sort of explaining why she wanted to face charlotte in mania Oh man, they're killing poor Asuka. Uh, yeah, like it was, and it worked well when she finished it. To be the man, you have to beat the man, but took a little while to get there. Bliss kind of carried her through it. I mean, so I yeah, think that might have been part of it. She was out. She was great in that. Alexa was she awesome. She was. She was great. Yeah, she was. And the problem is, she she overshadowed Asuka. I, I just feel like the the matches she's had with Naya, where she's getting her ass kicked ninety percent of the match. And then this, I think she's just getting hurt and hurt, which every week the way they're booking her. Um, and you just saw it with the crowd reaction when she was out there. They turned on her quick. I mean, they pop yeah. for her entrance, and when she's in the ring, they, they don't care. During her match, they were chanting for other stuff. Um, yeah, well, what's with that shit? I mean, Jesus Christ, with the Rusev Day things, do not turn this into CM Punk. No. Like, why? They, I she's, agree. She's getting under with, with how she's being booked. <laughs> She should be dominant. She should be. She shouldn't be having these long competitive matches with Mickey James. Much less, you know. You're right. She shouldn't. But if you're a fan, I can't ever tell you guys how to, you know, how to cheer and how not to. But like, I know a lot of you fans have respect for the wrestlers. Just boo them. Is it that hard? <laughs> right. Just boo them. Yeah. Yeah. Do you hear what uh, Cesaro said recently about beach balls? No. He's saying that he was talking about how disrespectful it is. He was saying that fans get caught. They should be banned from the arena for life. Shouldn't be allowed back. Like, oh, I don't know about a... that. But, <laughs> I, I mean, that's a, yeah, I don't, that's a little extreme, but it is disrespectful as hell. Yeah. Now, when ECW would do it with the newspapers and turn their backs, that was very different, right? right. That was yeah. very different, and it would fit the context. It, it, it worked. This is not that at all. This is just outright disrespect, man. It's like... Would I go to a three? Would I go to a three ring circus, Barnum Bailey, whatever you want to call it, and during like the high wire act, would I just like start chanting, "We want clowns, 
We want clowns. We right. want clowns. No. Right. It's like if you're at a boring football game, people just start chanting for Tim Tebow or someone that's not even there anymore. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that, would not, that would not happen. I, I right. don't get the difference. I don't Wrestling know. Is, has a very uh, unique fan base. <laughs> that is why people they, they think I'm crazy. When I try to explain to them, I'm like, guys, wrestling is its own animal. You can't compare it to anything else on the planet. You can't. Yeah. You guys are very tactful. It's really fun, though. Like, you take someone that's never been to a wrestling show to a takeover, and they'll have a good time, even though, because you don't have to be a wrestling fan to get into that, you know, that environment. It's like a wild, loud environment. So, yeah. It's different. Um, Oscar versus Mickey James is what that led to. Uh, there was a weird moment that paid off later where it seemed like Alexa and Mickey wanted someone to come out and it was supposed to be Nia. We learned, but she didn't. Um, so then we set up the mass, uh, match Oscar versus Mickey James. This was more competitive than I thought it needed to be. I was surprised this went on yeah. as long as it did. That's what I'm saying. They, they're they're booking her all wrong. This isn't how they booked her in NXT, where you know, how she got over. You you, ha- you do have her do long matches on pay-per-view, but when you're doing the build-up portion, you, you have her kill these girls. Annihilate them, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, and then after that, they haven't done something like this in a while. Well, actually, no, first, uh, Ultimate Deletion Ooh. was announced. Awesome, awesome. Give them props right now because they did a good job. Did you, what? <laughs> Come on. Okay, the Bray Wyatt part sucked, but not the Matt Hardy stuff. Yeah, yeah. The Bray Wyatt part was terrible. Um, yeah, okay. So what? But the Matt Hardy stuff was awesome. I just see? feel like the best days of that thing are behind it. Um, we'll see. I mean, it, it, WWE's fingertips I, I on too. it. I do, too. I do, too. But it's better than what we – it has to be. It has to be. You're right. But it's been it's been sucking so far, so it has to be. What what about Senior when they cut Benjamin? To, yes. All right, I give the fan, I give the fans permission to chant Senior Benjamin during stuff they don't like. I'll let you guys do that. <laughs> That's yeah, acceptable. They sh- yeah, they showed Maxell. What what was the baby called? Um, oh, I don't I didn't hear. I don't know. Yeah, they had King Maxwell, uh, Rebby Hardy. Yeah. yeah, I'm forgetting who the. Uh, what I didn't hear the baby, the baby actually. Oh, oh I, yeah, I heard the baby. I thought that was good. Probably print print something, I would imagine, if it's King Maxwell. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. Someone in the chat. Wolfgang. Thanks. Thanks, Andrew. Yeah. That's his kid's name, Wolfgang? I don't know if that's his name, but that's his wrestling name. <laughs> yeah. cool. It might be his real name. I don't know. I bet you it is. <laughs> that's... So, so, so hopefully reaction. they did a good job with it because you remember the last time they did a compound match was oh, the Jesus. Wyatts and the New Day and that thing just sucked to high Matt, hell. Matt will have a little bit of influence here. A little bit. I hope so. Yeah. What was the... the they cut Vanguard to Kurt Angle. One. Oh, Hang on. Vanguard, Van, one. Vanguard One made an appearance. Vanguard One, yep. But Kurt's reaction, what's happened with Matt? He looks like he's really lost it. It's like... Dude, oh God! You haven't been paying that, attention the last three. <laughs> yeah, you just so noticed it. Jason Jordan and Ronda and all this stuff. You know. It was bad. It was bad. That was bad. Um, you should just tweet the, or you should just text him that, Matt. Be like, "What's going what on with Matt doing? Hardy?" <laughs> no, I just want to just say the same thing to him. Or just yeah. say, "Kurt, what's going on with you?" I don't get it. Like with these backstage, like what, he just doesn't seem into. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's not. He's yeah. Um, it'll be interesting to see what they do with Jeff Hardy because he was in that match. He has a cameo in it with the uh, oh, yeah. rest, and we'll get to that after. But um, 
They, I don't. I, I'm guessing they probably leave him in. I guess they could always edit him out. But. What do you mean the cameo? He, they filmed it already. They filmed it last week, and Jeff Hardy has a cameo in that. As I, pre- I predicted he'd come up out of the water. You said it looks like it's going to happen. You didn't say for sure. Yeah, you mean before we went on the air? I don't know if he comes out of yeah. the water, but he, he has a cameo oh. in it. Yeah. God, I'm calling all these shots. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm taking over WrestlingInc.com, I think. <laughs> <laughs> we should do a bet. Some stupid bet for something, and that we'll would do trading like, places where Matt takes yeah, over the site. But that would be the prize. Yeah, Matt gets the site and you for you burn my city to ruins. Yeah, no. I'm, I'm, long, I'm long with commissioner. <laughs> and you light long one on fire. No, <laughs> An open bar for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> What's the city budget? <laughs> um. So okay. Fun. Yeah. <laughs> So we got Nia Jax versus Joan King, an enhancement talent. Hmm. Good on Nia getting that, that dominant streak back. Yeah. After that, Nia stood tall, and then they haven't done this in a while. The cameras cut to backstage. I thought this was more believable than usual. Uh, Alexa and Mickey set up for supposedly an interview, not knowing the cameras were on them, and then just not the most brutal, but pretty damn brutal. Yeah, uh, that was brutal. Yeah, that was, that was bad. Um, calling her Shrek, talking about carrying her bags. Yeah, man, Alexa, some next level heel shit. Um, it is. It was. It was awesome. I thought she was great. I really disliked her. Like, legitimately yeah. disliked her in those moments. She did a great. She's good, man. Yeah, when Nia was going to the back, you just really wanted her to catch up to her. Yeah, tear apart. So, and, and guys, can I just say something really quick? Mm-hmm. As a performer, is with your head royally where they take you out of your slot, so to speak, for a little bit, or you're not on TV as much, and you're taking a backseat to other talents, it feels like. She, as a champion, took a major backseat. And how many months did we say? It was like two months? It was Mm -hmm. like eight weeks, where she was just an anecdote in the announce booth, you know, during during all these girls' matches. She had nothing to do with any of them. You remember? Yeah, basically November to February. She was. What are are they doing with her, we kept saying? Like, she's so talented. She was coming along great. What are you idiots doing? And I give her all the credit in the world for staying confident in her abilities, guys, because that is when guys and girls lose it, is when they don't get booked that way anymore. Yeah. And it messes with your head, guys. I'm telling you right now, it used to do it to me, me all the time. It used to happen to me. It really messes with your head. And then you come back and you just feel like something's missing. You're not as strong, and it takes some time to get that momentum going and that confidence back up. She, from minute one, when they put her back in some limelight, took off. Yeah. She's a star in every sense of the damn word, man. Yeah, she's back to where she was for sure. And she was uh, she was outstanding here. I mean, I didn't like it was it was a little I mean, it, it was a little far fetched with how they did it, but it still had the desired outcome. Right. Like you were still really into Naya. You still really wanted to tear tear off Alexa yes. with his head. And, yes. Naya, and eat it. Naya lost it on that level. I mean, props to her last week with the the full-on crying, and with this tonight, I mean, she's putting herself out there and being vulnerable. She's trying. Um, in a way that it's it's almost, it is acting, but it's almost beyond what you would call the cliche of someone told someone to act out being angry. I like, could, she, yeah. I could almost see this match uh, having a better crowd reaction at WrestleMania than Charlotte Nasca at this point. Hmm. Maybe. We'll see, because I think they're doing a, a great job. We'll we'll see where Charlotte Nasca go, but um, 
with how they've been booking Asuka, it, it's 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 been downhill for a bit. Yeah. Man, um, I'm looking forward to it. Man, again, a lot of good stuff tonight. Um, and the show was capped, capped off, finished off with the tag team battle royal to crown the new number one contenders who go on to face the bar at WrestleMania. That included Titus Worldwide, Gallows and Anderson, The Revival, Heath Slater and Rhino, and The Miz Taraj, uh, and then Braun Strowman. Who they didn't announce earlier that he was doing anything. So I'm, I'm guessing this third hour is going to have one of the biggest drops from hour two that they've ever had. Huge, huge. I agree. This is a horrible way to end Raw. Horrible way to end Raw. Yeah. I mean, at least have Braun say, like, I'm going to do something tonight to make sure I'm, you know, in the WrestleMania main event. So at least you know he'll be around. But when you got freaking the revival and Titus Worldwide in the main event. That's what. Uh, I, and that's I what you're thinking. advertising. <laughs> and you saw, once I saw the Raw copyright go up, I go, no, there's no way that's the end. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No way. It's 11.07. I'm like, they got more. Not even. I think it was like 11.04. What happened to them going to 11.15? I, th- I thought they did. I th- were you on the fast forward? I think it started about 10 minutes before, like uh, 10.50 is when this match started. Because then they cut to a commercial, came back. It went off at 11.04. I'm telling you, 11.05. Yeah, they probably didn't go that far over. I mean, yeah, you can't stretch this out too long. They stretched it out as much as they could, but... Yeah, adding Braun, it was a big surprise. Um, was no one, ex- you know, no one saw that coming. So, I, I mean, I thought that made this match watchable uh, as soon as he came in. Oh yeah, yes. Yeah. But first, first quarter hour. I mean, I, I, not, I, I, this is not a sorry. This is not a book and main event level anything. Nothing to do with Braun, but the tag team division. Right. People are bringing up that it ended at 11.03, so... Yeah. Ah, close. Right. Thank you. <laughs> yep. Eastern time, obviously. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, I think uh, it was... Braun made it watchable. Um, he won, obviously, through almost everyone out. Um, so, and it was a fun match once, it's, once he was in there and you realized he was going to be in it. I, I was expecting like they were going to have a mystery team because I could not see any yeah. of those tag teams. How know. are they out here right now? That's what yes. I'm saying. Yeah, like this, this isn't even a pre-show match. No disrespect to the Revival, but no, they've done right. nothing on the main roster, so they don't deserve no, a main right. match right now. So. Yeah. yeah. So, I don't know. I, I'm thinking it, it ends up being Braun and Elias. Matt, you think it's going to be a handicap match? Yeah, uh- it is, I should say, but now that you say the other thing, uh, it probably makes more sense that it'll go that way. But if you're really trying to get Braun over, God forbid, you keep trying to put gasoline on the guy, God forbid, you know, you make him do it singles, you make him have handicap matches. Yeah, yeah, I think they do it, uh, Matt. I think they just rip off your gimmick from TNA entirely for about six weeks. Um, <laughs> it's time to rebuild the SmackDown or the Raw and SmackDown tag divisions. Um, yeah. You know, do some NXT call-ups. Because right now, I mean, look, that's the division out there, guys, that we saw in the main event tonight. I mean. And what's a shame, guys? Here's the thing. Here's, nothing against those talents, because let's go back in time before, except for Titus Worldwide, no offense. Um, the other tag teams, let's go back to Revival. Let's go back to Gallows and Anderson. Before these guys made it into WWE on the main roster, we were excited as hell for these guys to come in. Because they had the talent to do something good in that tag division. This is on the writing team. 
Yeah. Do you remember the night the revival came in on the main roster? And yes. Was a gigantic pop. And, yes. And granted, one of them. there is that issue when you do it the night after a mania or pay per view in a NXT favorite city. You're going to get a little extra pop than you normally would. Because it's it, not. It's not like they're not good. Well, hang on. It's not. Be, they, they didn't. They didn't just steal a pop. Now, let's be clear. They're very good, and they're good enough. To do much better than what they're being given. Oh, this is sure. the tag of these division sucks ass because they've been written that way. It's not because of the teams. You, you know what I think the problem is though. Not and this is not the revival. I agree. I think the revival are, are super talented. I think a lot of the guys in the tag division are super talented. But yeah, I think the Anderson. problem is when they bring in a lot of these guys in, they'll bring them in like the night after Mania where they're going to get a gigantic pop, and right. then and then the fans, most of the mainstream fans, don't know who they are. So that pop is gone in two weeks, and they, they just feel stale. And then they kind of slide down the card, as opposed to when you do something like doing vignettes and, and building them up and letting the mainstream fans know who they are before you have them debut, Raj, as opposed, to, assume, as opposed yes. to you know assuming that everyone knows who they are. Raj, you can, do that, you can make that argument about singles talents then. Why, okay, why oh, do singles yeah, talents can. get that attention? Why doesn't like, it happen to singles talents all the time? Bobby, well, Bobby Roode was ready to go. And, and he was—he's been called ever since he debuted. When he was brought in, they packed him right. Though he had the backing, he was when he. Everyone was looking forward to him coming out. Is what I'm saying. They knew who he was. Right, no, no, he, no one didn't sit there and go, well, "Who's this guy?" Yeah, they because he, should, he they should, he showed up the night after SummerSlam, where they had just done four nights of TV in that building. The second week after, the third week after. Yeah, he was, like dead, he was dead. The crowd was quiet for was. him. Within like the third week, the crowd was pretty quiet for him. Quieter, but they—you're they, saying that they, they, these guys—they don't know who they are just mm -hmm. because is an NXT. They were in a non-NXT hot city. I disagree because it's their goddamn job to make sure these talents don't—that doesn't happen to them. But it does that, every time that you put pen to paper and write something compelling and put these guys in situations for that not to happen. Because I agree, but it you, does keep happening over and over. Listen, it's a television show. I could take a pen to paper and make the god darn janitor come out and make a special guest appearance that no one's ever heard of him. But if I write for him properly, by the end of that guy's segment, I can make people care about him. That's my sure. job as a writer. Yeah, but they, they haven't been doing that. No, I know. <laughs> so that's so why I, I said this has nothing to do with the talents. And I never said it was. I said it's how they're bringing them in. They're not. They're no. They're, you tried using the NXT arena uh, fan pop. As yeah, an no, I, no, no. I'm saying they get these big pops right off the bat, which you know, which makes it seem like they're already, you know, like that. They're already, the, uh, that they're, they're all their whole fan base knows who they are when it's really that city when it's, these guys come out. You guys are actually both right in a way. How about that? Better than agree to disagree. You're both right. <laughs> they come to the roster with the NXT thing, and that gets them over on their debut. But then to Matt's point, <clears throat> right. do anything beyond that. And that's I'm making that same point that they don't. Nobody uh, they don't... is. They're not writing for these guys. They're not yeah. writing at all for anybody in that tag team division. They don't spend any time on it. You, it's obvious. Yeah, I mean, I, I think, you know, we talked about this a while ago. I mean, maybe the tag division should go to one brand. Um, yeah, they basically buried the tag division here. They had one guy just destroy the whole tag division. <laughs> yeah. And then when you look and you're like, that's the tag division right now. It's uh, And everyone, really not everyone, but a lot of those teams are good tag teams. There's yeah. no excuse for right. it. 
No, yeah. it's it's like uh, Benjamin Gable on SmackDown. I mean, there's a lot of talented guys that just aren't getting the right storyline, the right push. They're just they're just there. I would argue that with the exception of a handful of people, like the Romans of the world, the people that they and the brawn, the people they invest in, I don't think they don't. they're interested in the careers of the performer. They're interested in whatever makes for good TV that week. That if people nice. are into the fashion files, great. We'll do the fashion files until it gets right. stale. Then we'll do something else. Who gives a shit about Brazongo? They look at it as just, this is what we're using and this is what we're doing, rather than we're investing yeah. in these performers to build them up so people will tune in to watch them regardless right. of the material. Yes. That's the challenge currently. Um, and they've got something there. Look, creative... Props to creative. Raw's been pretty darn good as of late, more often than not. It's just that these rough edges, mm -hmm. these lesser segments, stand out more like a sore thumb on an otherwise hot show. I just don't get how I hate to use Russo as the, 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 the writer here, but give him his props. He wrote for, you know, he was known for this. People can't dispute this. He wrote for everybody on that show, even with the impact. And every sense his heart was in it. Like, like he, he put every, he tried to make everybody get over the best that, the best of his ability. He cared about every segment that he wrote for. Today, there's no excuse to have 55 writers. And you yeah. can't tell me you can't put two or three on the tag. Come on. I think it'd be better letting performers, and I don't know if every performer could come up with their own stuff, but you, you read these interviews with these guys. They all seem creative as hell. Um, I think it should be more like Saturday Night Live, where people come up with their own angles and ideas, and they work with someone to flesh it out, but you pick the best idea. You pick the best segments mm -hmm. that people come up with. You know, SNL puts together twice as much material as they use every week, because and which is shocking some weeks that that's literally the best stuff they put on the air. But I think mm -hmm. uh, get the performers more involved if it seems like this generation is really engaged with what they're doing and they're not just showing up and collecting a check. Well, Vince, Vince doesn't like that. He likes his creative all filtered through his guys. He likes that cookie cutter style of promo so that they could quickly switch people in and out and they're mm -hmm. not um, they're not reliant on any one star which uh, and the the times that the business has always boomed is when you got those super hot superstars whether it's Hogan yeah. or Austin or rock you know mm -hmm. um, and when you don't have it it's just kind of just watching guys come and go you know what's funny hmm. none of those talent are in Matt, you, uh, you froze None up of those talents. No, what's funny is ironic is none of those talents, Hulk Hogan, Stone Cold, The Rock, none of them are interchangeable, meaning mm -hmm. there right. is nobody else that could have pulled off Stone Cold. Nobody could have put off The Rock. And despite people actually being idiotic enough to think anybody could have been Hulk Hogan, they need no. to stay off the crack. You know, no. How many him. Right. How many people have they tried to make Hulk Hogan? You know, oh, my God. Hogan. More than anyone else. Yeah. Yeah. So all in all, more good parts than bad parts tonight. I liked it. Yeah. I, I yeah, I like the much. show. There's a ton of video packages. They had, you know, they had them for everything. The Ronda Rousey thing was like a whole segment was just that video package. Um, but I th you take those out. I thought it was a really good show. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. I liked it. It's one of my favorite ones in a while. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We'll see how SmackDown follows this in Fastlane up tomorrow night. Um, John, for, for me, John Cena really carried this up for, for me. Really? And, and, yeah, it was very unexpected. I don't know. Maybe I'm the only one who fell for it. I don't know. Yeah, I didn't think any of the matches were that special tonight. 
Um, John John did a really good job, I thought, tonight. And I always kill him. He did good tonight. Yeah, I thought that was the best thing on the show. And that was followed by probably the Roman Vince stuff. That was good. I liked what they did with Alexa and Nia. I thought that was really... Mm. I, I liked it, but I, I thought it could have been... <coughs> I, I, I thought it they could have tweaked it. Well, I thought it's, they're, they're really pushing it and really going somewhere. I mean, there was a lot to like. But, you know, in the build-up to Mania... They're, they need to lay the groundwork to get us to tune into Mania to watch the matches there. The match, everything that happens in the ring between now and WrestleMania is irrelevant. We're past the Rumble. We're past the Elimination Chamber. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, these matches really don't matter for the next three weeks. So uh, as long as it's good TV. Um, let's talk about what else is in the news. Jeff Hardy. Now, uh, Raj, what's, what's the official story? Matt Morgan broke this news story to Raj Gear. I just want to report that. <laughs> I'll show the text message. <laughs> yeah so i'd actually <laughs> so yeah when you you texted it because i had gotten an email during uh i had gotten the police the report show. during the show um and so as soon as we got done I, I i looked into it and then uh put it up but yeah so jeff hardy was involved in a car accident on um uh, on saturday night and it was like earlier saturday night uh he ran off the roadway um hit a guardrail um his car spun and then he came to uh, basically the middle of the right northbound lane to travel. And so he was arrested and charged with a DWI. Now, a lot of people were asking about, you know, him what having, was he, what was he messed up on? Well, it was alcohol. So he blew like alcohol. three times, you know, past the legal limit, which actually kind of helps him in the sense that, he has two wellness policy violations, but the wellness policy violations account for prohibited substances other than alcohol and marijuana. So really oh. for wellness policy, sorry, I'm like uh, messing but up the words here. But for court of public appeal or opinion, they can do whatever they want though, right? Yeah, so- um, Like Enzo, for instance. Basically, you can't, you can't drink 12 hours before you wrestle. After, it's fine. Um, Is that a real thing? Yeah, yeah, that's in their that's in the rules. And it's now, a WWE appearance, not even just wrestling. Because the boys, go, I'm not saying today's. Maybe I'm wrong, but the boys go out after the show and drink, and then go do the house show the next morning, the next well, afternoon. Twelve hours, man. You stop drinking by uh, three 12? in the morning. Yeah, yeah. Unless it's a matinee. Oh yeah, what am I saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. So new, pe- new math. Sorry. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's all good. So, you know, uh, we, I reached out to WWE for a statement. This was what they sent. It said, <laughs> Jeff Hardy is responsible. What? No, it's the statement because I read this last night and it's just, it's funny. <laughs> so, wait, so you got to, here's the funny thing. Because they, they wrote, Jeff Hardy is, is responsible for his own personal actions. We are investigating the matter and awaiting information from local law enforcement officials. Now, if you recall, Jay Uso was arrested for a DUI mm-hmm. in January 16th, and WWE sent us a statement. And their statement was, Joshua Fatu is responsible for his own personal actions. We are right. investigating the matter and awaiting information from local law enforcement officials. Exact right. same statement, just switching the of course. names. So, what do you expect? Change it up a little bit. No, they are. Yeah, so it doesn't look like it's cookie cutter, and it's just a BS statement where nothing's going to happen because we yeah. saw Jay I mean, Uso, nothing happened. NFL would do the same thing. So with an attorney's office, well, they just they usually actually give like paragraphs when they issue a statement. Yeah, I think really? also. Yeah. I, I mean, I hate to say this, but I think 
I know it's not a wellness violation, but I think that the WWE especially, I think the superstars need to be held to a higher standard with this in particular, given how many young people look up to them. I just think it's kind of weird that they let it fly. I mean, right? I and mean, this isn't like preaching about, you know, what it should be, but it just seems weird to me that like you get a fine if pot shows up on your, your urine test, but a DUI, it's like whatever. I don't know because guys, here's the thing: their, their drug testing policy is ridiculous. It's so stringent. It's nothing. Nothing else out there is even close. These guys. I was at the performance center uh, watching our friend that I got a tryout for. Um, after they were done, um, I couldn't watch during, and I was talking to the trainer, and he was telling me they can't even get these guys take creatine. Yeah, hey, come the freak! Like that's ridiculous. How these guys aren't getting injured is beyond me and like staying injured because you can't take any like vitamin C. You can't take anything. Yeah. I'm, um, just, also, I'm sorry. I'm just surprised when you got the money that some of these guys have. Why not take an Uber? You know, yeah, it's not. That's the... Guys, you're on the road so much. You hear me? Yeah. Yeah. You're on the road so much that I'm not making excuses here. But when you take away something, it's going to make the boys go do something else that's legal. And they'll do it until they get in trouble with it. Well, it's not. You still do it. You can still go out drinking and everything. You just take an Uber back as opposed to driving. Then you don't have to worry about it. You know, DUIs and DWIs. It's these big personalities, too. There's something to it, guys. Uh, As as, I don't know what the word is, but big personalities um, and, and very impulsive. Wrestlers are very impulsive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. No, and I get it. It's a hard life. I think with Jeff Hardy, the to me the bigger question is: here's someone that's had substance abuse and addiction issues in the it, past. It, he had an injury. I don't know. I feel like there should be extra care and people watching him to help him maintain a sober environment. But alcohol it, is different than illegal drugs and prescription drugs. So is sure. it really though? I yeah, mean, aside it's from its legal much. status, it's very much. Yeah, but it's yes, not different Jeff, than like Jeff, weed. Jeff, Jeff doesn't have to. Yes, I'll tell you why. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff can wake up in the morning. And not need a drop of alcohol to go perform yeah. like he did when he was a functioning addict, like myself. Jeff, I can't even begin to tell you how impressive it is to me how he was able to beat drugs. Mm-hmm. His addiction was insane, and uh, it's a shame to see this. But I hate to make excuses for him and say this is the lesser of two evils, but this is the lesser of two evils. It's and it's legal. I, look, I agree that it, uh, weed is not as dangerous as alcohol, but weed is legal, illegal in most states. I mean, Except I'm in Colorado. Colorado. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, but it's... Voted uh, the worst state in the country, by the way, Glenn. I'm good, California. man. No, there's no... Not with Florida around. <laughs> California was literally voted the worst state in the country. Look it was up. it really? Look it up. I've lived a lot of places in this country. I got to say California and I've visited a lot. As I got to say California is better than most. I love California. I'm just yeah. telling you right now, it's a huge news story. I can't believe you guys don't, don't just watch politics did, at all. Did they, did they pull this <laughs> in Alabama? Like what, what's, the, what's the sample you, size? I think a lot of it's because of the immigration reform that they're trying to go through right now. It's just my two cents as to what, look it up, look it up for yourselves. You'll see what I'm talking about. All right. Seriously. Look, typing look. California voted worst I'm, state in the I'm country. looking. Um, <laughs> I lived in California for 10 years. I, I, I love, love that out there, but 
the taxes and the the I lived in San Francisco, so the prices there going were going through the roof. It was getting ridiculous. And when when I go there now, it's just insane how how expensive stuff's gotten. Ah, okay. So it was it was Quality of Life by U.S. News and World Report, and it was talking about. Um, oh yeah, well that totally makes sense because you're either loaded or you're poor as hell trying to make you know. It's kind of weird metrics though, by it because they're saying social environment, community engagement, social support, voter participation. It's like I guess that depends on which where you stand on a lot of stuff. Um, but other right. metrics, it was on certain metrics. I don't know, man. Look, but you guys, this is saying according to this state that uh, North Dakota was crowned the best quality of life. I don't know that I could hang there. I mean, just saying. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know. Uh, but anyhow, so Matt Hardy tweeted something right as this news broke last night. Matt Hardy tweeted, Eva... Since the seven deities have come to me, I do not put alcohol, drugs, or foreign substances into my vessel. I am more. Huh. Where to, to back your brother? No, I'm joking. And what a weird time to do an in-character tweet, <laughs> you know? Way to back the bus over your brother, Matt. <laughs> and, and in character. <laughs> That's like... It was the strangest thing. Well, When I read that, I was like... You know, it was just whatever. Oh, man. Very strange. Someone's asking what we have against Alabama. Nothing. I just think people in Alabama would probably vote for California as the worst state. <laughs> hey, I was born in Kentucky. I've lived everywhere. Really? Yeah. Huh. Um, Why well, are you comparing I, Kentucky to Alabama, Raj? Well, <laughs> kind of same. Geographically, they are very yes. close to one another. <laughs> So, plus, you know, California is really like four or five different states. I mean, if you go to the Central Valley, like Bakersfield, yeah, Fresno, yes, you you could be in the heartland. I mean, it is much different there politically uh, and in many other other ways. I I like it though. I mean, we travel all over uh, the state, and I like the diversity that we have here. Um, anyhow, so uh, one last bit of news. Oh, Rumor yeah. is the Undertaker and Chris Jericho are being added to the greatest Royal Rumble event in Saudi Arabia. Yeah, so they're really stacking up this 50-man uh, Royal Rumble event what? that they're Why? doing at the end of April. So they're doing this this 10-year deal with uh, you know Saudi Arabia. Um, and yeah, they're, they're going to have Undertaker appear. It doesn't sound like he's going to be in the Rumble. Um, but yeah, it's... Uh, hold on why, are they doing, why, are they, why are they doing all this with Saudi Arabia? I don't get it. Probably it's a huge probably money a ton show. of money. Yeah. yeah, I think. Uh, Won't it be sold out because they're not there all the time anyway? I think this just... is like a sixty thousand seat stadium. Oh. And it, yeah, this is the first part of a ten year partnership with the Saudi uh, General Sports Authority. Um, so yeah, they're they're contacted Chris Jericho. I guess he's going to be a part of it. Uh, Undertaker will be appearing. I almost wonder if they don't put this on the network because they don't want this to you know outshine the stuff that they're given you know, they're putting out normally and to boost attendance. Yeah. Like, uh, WrestleMania three, when I lived in Michigan, not on pay-per-view in the entire state of Michigan. Yeah. They, they used to black that out. They used to black out pay-per-views in the state that it was in. Really? Yeah. yeah. For a long time. I felt like it was, uh, what? especially for the stadium shows like WrestleMania eight. They how, did when they did it at the Hoosier dome, how come I was able to watch WrestleMania one in New York? Well, that's di- oh, that's that was- different. That, with the they would do that with the uh, the stadium shows. Uh, like, what does that mean? Outdoor? What do you mean? Yeah, the the outdoors, the big outdoor stadiums. 
Not yeah, because they want the attendance record. I mean, right. they had 104,000 people. I remember because I didn't it's get to see smart, versus Hogan yeah. until it was released on home video. Home video was huge, by the way. Oh, God. I, I, remember I just started I... busting out through those. They have them on the network now, guys. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen them? The, the which ones? Coliseum Home Video is on the network now. <laughs> oh, man. I got to check that out. I used you to. I used to... Some, you got to do some digging, but they're in there. They're awesome. Yeah, I, I, that's what I grew up on. And I remember WrestleMania three. That's how I had to see it was on Coliseum yeah. Home Video. And our video stores always rent it out. And I would keep reserving it. And it was out for like weeks. And I finally got my hands on it. Man, it was Do you uh, remember how big it was, dude? Like your grocery store would have videos. And if you were lucky, it'd have some WWE ones in there. Yeah. Mine was at least in Connecticut. It was so that was how big wrestling wrestling was huge. Oh my god. Though I mean the first one, uh, maybe it was the first or second one. I just remember someone got a secondhand pay-per-view tape that was dubbed and at the Boys and Girls Club, like it like it was packed, like a packed auditorium at the Boys and Girls Club watching on poorly dubbed VHS. Yeah. 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 I remember <clears throat> my, my, my family's from India, and I remember I went to India after one summer after WrestleMania six, and my cousins were so excited I was gonna bring WrestleMania six on videotape. Uh-huh. I took it there, and then they have a different, uh, you know, video uh, version or whatever, yeah. so the tape didn't work. <laughs> it was uh. like just totally deflated the room. They were like rented a VCR. They were all excited. Why didn't you just take your phone? Why didn't you take your phone out and show it to them on YouTube? <laughs> <laughs> we're living in the future, everyone. Yeah, no, right? Things change. Amazing. <laughs> um, and that's uh, with the network. I mean, you know, we've talked about this before. Talk about value. I was thinking last night about that awesome recap they did to that song of WrestleMania 33. Like, you know, and I can't believe the editors do this. Video editors in the WWE are the best. But at the end of WrestleMania, they had a recap of everything that happened said to that Victoria song. And it was like, oh, I want to see that. I'll just go there. Boom. Jump right to it. I mean, it's an amazing archive. Yes. Of every random impulse you have to watch old wrestling. Yeah. Yes. Real quick, guys, and I'm I'm gonna put this question out to people in the chat too. What's the maximum amount you pay per month for the network? Hmm. I I watch it a lot. Yeah. So what what would the max be? Nineteen ninety nine. Really? Um. What about you, Glenn? If for what it is currently, I would probably go up to twenty dollars. And if they added more original programming, like they did originally, I would probably go more than that. But I think um, 15 is probably the sweet spot. I think Netflix is going to be at 15 really? within a year or two. Really? If you want the 4K stream on Netflix, you're paying 14 a month already. What's 4K? 4K is Ultra HD. Yeah. I don't even know that. What, it's what? twice as much. If you have like one of those 4K flat screens. We, yeah. They're getting ridiculous with those now. Because it's like, yeah, how much clearer can you really get? It's pretty, it's pretty noticeable. <laughs> yeah. Like they have, the Dolby, they have the Dolby Vision. Like, I mean, it just looks... Once you start watching stuff that way, it's like yeah. going back to SD just to watch regular HD. It's not as crisp. WWE, by the way, is still only broadcasting in 720, which is the lower form of HD. I'm surprised HD. they haven't even – they're yeah. not even in full HD yet. Yeah, they're not 1080 yet. Um, A lot of people are answering tw- in the chat. They're like 20 to 25. I, I'd probably do 50, honestly, because you that's how much the pay-per-views cost anyway, right? That's how much – So you're and that's the way you need to think about it if you're doing yeah. – yeah. Yeah, so – or or forty or whatever whatever it was, yeah. Uh, speaking of network stuff, did you guys watch Talking Smack last night after Fastlane, the last Talking Smack ever? Yeah, that went out on a whimper. <laughs> Randy Orton, man, where's that guy been? Uh, that was like Twitter, Randy Orton last night. Yeah, he was funny. <laughs> he was good on there. 
Yeah. yeah. This, uh, this Roberts, be... man. I, you know, he's got a good rate, you know, podcast and everything, but him on doesn't the... translate. No. Doesn't translate. He looks like Sideshow Bob. <laughs> it's he just should yeah. be heard, not seen. <laughs> but man, uh, Daniel Bryan is missed on that. The, the fact oh, big he, time. He made was, that show. Yeah. It was hard. I, it was it's pretty boring, I thought, actually. Except um, for Randy. I except for Orton. Yeah. Yeah, Randy was good. Shane seemed like he didn't want to be there. He was just kind of going through the motions. Yeah, why are they doing this with him? He was since his return, he's so like well liked by the audience. Why are they doing this heelish turn with him? I don't. I don't get it. Maybe he thinks it'd be it's, more fun. It's a confusing storyline. He's because he, he's supposed to be the babyface. Because yeah. Owens and Sammy are the heels, Ooh. but fans are not necessarily seeing it that way. Yeah. Yeah. He outright cost them both world titles last night. I mean, yeah, no. this is nothing babyface about this. Right. Yeah. And we'll see tomorrow on SmackDown Live, the fallout from that. And we'll be back here Wednesday, 12 noon Eastern, to talk about all of it here on the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Anything else uh, before we take this home? And Justin Labar will be filling in for me on Wednesday, and there'll be oh. you guys and Justin Labar. <laughs> Matt, we can, we can uh, ask him for you know more rumors and scoops. Stuff that you can then, you know, put on Matt Morgan's wrestling news site. He did call, well, not that there's a huge prediction here, but he did call Undertaker. Yeah, yeah he did. So I think I, well, that's the key. That's why you got to do the site, Matt. You just predict a thousand things. Is that a really tough prediction, though? Come on. Yeah. And by that point, it seemed, because he was saying that, see, saying he, he was saying Taker is going to wrestle Strowman. And, uh, yeah, that's that clearly happened. not happening. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay, so until next time, folks, he is BP Matt Morgan on Twitter and Instagram. He is Rajgiri underscore 303 on Twitter. And of course, you can find all of Roger's stuff at WrestlingInc.com. I'm at Glenn Rubenstein on Twitter. Would appreciate a follow. And we will see you back here Wednesday on the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Take care.